When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. But this was like fight. This was like, like a bad one. Okay, what, yeah, like, what happened? Like I thought our marriage was going to end yeah, type yeah, fight, yeah, you know? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? I'm JC and I'm fit. And I'm Jenna, and I guess that means I'm ish. Welcome to the Fittest <laughs> Podcast. Now, you've heard us on the radio before, but this is completely different. I know. You're going to get to see a much deeper, more intense and edgier side of both of us. Our ups, our downs, our hilarity, all that good stuff on the Fittest Podcast. Happy belated birthday to you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 36. That's, that's as far as I go with the singing because I felt my pipes about to go out. That was really good. 36. I turned 36 over the weekend. I know. It was a, a different kind of birthday. Isn't a quarantine birthday the weirdest? Uh, not only is it the weirdest, it created a lot of drama considering it was a quarantine birthday. A lot of drama. And you know, so? I don't like drama. No, no. Hey, everybody hates drama. No, never mind. There's some, there's some, some people, people love there. drama. Yeah. One of my guy friends loves drama and he may listen to this, but... What's his name? Thomas. Oh, you, yeah, Thomas. You love drama. What's up, baby Okay, girl? so... <laughs> Uh, so Francisco planned me a little surprise gathering and I was emphatic. Not only do I not like parties, I had a retired-ish party, that tongue in cheek, you know, that you came to, um, when I, you know, partly retired from radio to do fittish and that was great. You know, that was very, um, I don't, I just do not like big parties. Same reason I don't want a big wedding. I don't know. It's just too much attention, too much, whatever. And I feel like at a certain age in my thirties, I'm just like, I don't, I'm just happy to spend some time with friends. You know, I mean, we've gone to dinner before for my birthday. You know how it is. I like a group of like, I don't know, maybe like two couples, three couples, we go to dinner. That's it. Jenna and I, when it comes to birthdays, are we're, this is why I think we might be related somehow because <laughs> we are identical when it comes to that. I don't like big. I don't like the attention on me, even though I'm on the radio. And yeah, we've maybe been it's on because TV. we get so much attention from that job that we like to just be low key because it feels like I'm seeking attention. Right, right, right. But no, I hate against people that like. Some people are also way more social than you and I, and they like to celebrate. And my boyfriend Francisco is that type of guy. He is social, right? Even though. You know, I say it's my birthday. I'm like, I don't want to party. But he planned something really nice. Like he went out of his way to do this. But I for weeks was like, you better not have people like lining up to honk outside where we live. You better not have you you know, X, Y, and Z. Like I basically gave him all these rules. But he loves surprises and trying to surprise me. Okay. So um, on Saturday, which was my actual birthday, uh, two of our best friends um, that are married, they have a, a really great house and a pool and they don't live too far away. And he had planned for us to go over there because he knew that I'd been, you know, I don't have a pool. I don't have access to a pool. I'm like, gosh, the quarantine would be better if I could like sit outside one day. So. Right. I, I want This is, this is what sold me on a pool, by the way, this quarantine. I'm going to freaking save my money. And even if it's a little dip in, I'm getting one. Get a pool. Yeah, I, I know. Got, I, got I mean, if you can, but, or have a friend with a pool yeah. as we do in this, in this scenario. But, um, you know, him and one of my best girlfriends kind of went back and forth on who to invite. And he, you know, my mom had given the, him the heads up, like Francisco, Jenna doesn't want to party. She's been adamant that she doesn't want to party for a lot of reasons. You know, I'm not super paranoid, crazy about going out, but I am def. I definitely lean on the side of, I know we're all frustrated as shit and we want to get out, but I don't want to be locked down again later. Like I want to, and I'm around my mom a lot and yeah. I, I don't want to get her sick. So I try to be really respectful of everyone, regardless of how, 
you know, I think you've probably seen this. You have friends that some are like out and about and it's prohibition style, but like everyone's hanging out all the time and partying yes. at people's houses. And then other people are still trying to like follow the, you know, so-called rules. The super social distancers. And uh, those are the people I want to hang out with, which sucks because I don't yeah. want to. And I'm kind of, you know, I'd say I'm straddling in between. I'm definitely more towards social distancing. Anyway, um, I've digressed too much. And so he was really sweet. So he planned something that um, I was like, look, don't make this a party. This isn't invi about inviting a lot of people because obviously I have other friends that I would like to invite. Um, so it was quite literally uh, two other couples and we hung out outside and, you know, two other couples I know haven't been out very much. And that was it. So yeah. it was literally just six of us. Well, everything was a blast. The day was really fun. We were, you know, drinking, sitting in the sun, like not, you know, I, we didn't even really go inside the house. So it felt very like safe and relaxed and cool. And I felt comfortable. He hired an, a, like a true Argentinian man who has um, like a grilling business came recommended from a restaurant that he really likes this restaurant and the chef there came over, set up this grill and cooked just like a traditional Argentinian like all these meats. Oh man, that's so. He delicious. was in the driveway doing that, yeah. and I was like, "This is probably the lamest, smallest party you've ever cooked for," you know. So yeah. he came and just like set up outside and cooked for us. Anyway, it was really, really chill, and you know that's just how I like it. Well, my friend Thomas um, has he lives like right down the street from where we were, and he texted me and was just like, "What are you doing for your birthday?" And the day before, and yeah. I had been like, "I actually don't know." Text Francisco because he has something up his sleeve, and so I guess he had been at another girlfriend, another close girlfriend's of mine house who has a pool also. But, you know, Fran doesn't know him as well. They weren't invited to this, not because I wouldn't want them to be included, but just simply because, you know, he only invited two couples. Yeah, he, he kept it safe. This is like, yeah. this quarantine thing is kind of like when you're dating and you're going to have sex with someone and you want to make sure that the person you're having sex with has been safe. Yeah. Th these are the couples you hung out with, the yeah, safe Yeah, and it's ones. not that my other girlfriends hadn't been safe. It's just that Fran doesn't know him as well. Yeah. This was a very, like, I think, this you get where he's coming from. Like this Francisco's intentions were just to keep it very 100%. intimate. Yeah. Um, especially at my order of like, I do not want a party. I do not want a lot of people because that's just how I feel. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes other people uncomfortable. I don't want to be responsible for people getting sick because it was my birthday. So here comes Thomas after a few cocktails at my girlfriend's house rolls over to say hi. And apparently tells that group of girlfriends that are some of my closest girlfriends. Like I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to beat this party. Like, why aren't you, why aren't y'all going to Jenna's? And they're like, what's at Jenna's? Oh. And Thomas is like, oh, you weren't invited. And I was like, that little rat oh, starting drama. Thomas. Of course, the girls, we're all in our 30s. They're super cool. They were yeah. like, I think if Jenna was having a party, we would probably know about it. But I had to get on the phone, you know, that night after we'd been hanging out. And I was like, y'all, first of all, like, oh, my gosh, this was not what this was. Like, this was in no way a slight at anyone else. I want to spend time with everyone. You know, it was more just Fran invited. We went to one house and invited one other couple. And that was it. You know, that's but another reason why I don't like having a lot of people at my birthday parties, because somebody always gets butt hurt because yeah. you, they feel left out. And that's and I understand. You know that. what? I hardly get invited to shit. And I love it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because half the time when people invite me, so I don't want to go anyway. I don't want to go. And then it'll get to the day or I spend the entire week going like, how do I get the hell out of this thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll have another pool celebration with more people another time, but birthday was great. Uh, birthday was great. That was it. I just feel, 
I tried to have this like introspective combo with Bran, you know, sitting on the couch when we can actually like be engaged. I mean, it's JC and I tend to think, I think you and I sometimes are more engaged for the hour because we sit here and look at each other and talk and we're not on our phones and we're not on our computers and we actually have to engage with one another. But when your partnership, you know, like as a couple, we're so distracted by things that we don't always take the time to kind of have these nice conversations. So I was just telling him, I'm really happy. Like I like to do birthday evaluations Mm -hmm. of where I feel like I'm at in my life. And I feel so happy because I feel calm, if that makes sense. You know, like I actually, I'm in a place that I've had so many birthdays in the past where I'm wrecked with insecurity or not feeling like I'm where I want to be or feeling really stressed financially or feeling really stressed because I'm single or heartbroken or in, you know, quarantine, I've been, you know, stressed on and off. We've talked a lot about anxiety and I just felt chill which is such a nice feeling. I'm like, you know what? Life isn't perfect, but I'm here and I feel somewhat stable. So to kind of have like a little bit of feeling of stability because I know so many people right now don't feel that way and I feel lucky that I feel that way. Yeah, it's one of those where we have have to feel how grateful we are. Yeah. You know, and, and show that I'm it healthy, because, that my yeah. mom's healthy. We've been through years in the past where, you know, my mom and I have gone through hard times and, you know, I used to not speak to my dad. And so I just kind of sit and reflect and I'm like, you know what? Like, I have a great relationship with the people that are in my lives. I mean, not that my life is perfect, but today was, you know, today and the last few days have been good days. And so that's why I'm trying to just look at it that way. Like I feel good right now. So you feel happy about turning 36. I do. I mean, it's a little like, whoa, like forties, like about to bite me in the ass. And I get it. You know, time goes by really fast as you get older, but I feel pretty good. The only thing I've noticed here this birthday is I'm starting to notice. I'm, I, I prided myself in being an athlete my entire life, Oof. right? I, I pride myself in that. I pride that when I used to play flag football, you're uh, a badass. When, when I moved out here, people would like Super talk fit. about my speed, and like I, I pride myself in that. But something happened yeah. in the last twelve months. Thirty-five happened. So yeah, 36. it must have been something around there because I feel slower when I run. I did a somersault, Jenna. A somersault. Ow. There was no way I could do a somersault. I, I used to bust those out because I wanted to do a little bit of ninja stuff back yourself? in the day. I didn't hurt myself, but I definitely said, ow. <laughs> when I rolled down, I was like, oh, shit. You know, we got a NordaTrack treadmill, um, the one with the big screen. Uh-huh. And you can do iFit workouts, which you would love. I mean, some of the trainers are a little intense, but there's all different workouts you can do. And I was like, if I spend a few grand on a treadmill, I better use it. And so Fran's actually been using it. I've been, well, I'll hear him downstairs doing a workout with some chick yelling at him. I did a workout. And you see, I used to be, you were way more of an athlete than I was, but I was a super athlete too. Oh, you were great, Really yeah. fast 40, really fast sprinter, had the energy to get up every day and work mm-hmm. work out really hard every day. And um, if it makes you feel any better, you know, I told myself that when I left the radio that I'd start getting up every morning and working out. And I know it's a strange time, but I am lucky if I work out one or two times a week still at this point. And um, I did a workout on the, I, the iFit trainer thing. This isn't even paid for because I just am telling you about the treadmill. Um, I wish it was. <laughs> but I like it. And uh, the trainer is great because they're in a studio with live and so you can see like thousands of people are also in the class with you at the same time I mean it's very Peloton-esque it's Uh kind of the same thing I've heard Um, but anyway the girl is doing the class and the classes are different they vary in length and I try to not do anything that's above 35 minutes because I'm like you know what I'm finished and finished to me is a 35 minute or less workout where you work at a high level and it's great dude I made it through 24 minutes and I bailed 
because I was so tired. Ooh. You were running and then getting no, on the yeah. ground and doing weights. And so it was great because it was like a full body circuit workout. But when she told me we had nine minutes left of class and we were going to do a lot of burpees, I was like, stopped the treadmill, hopped off, went upstairs, took a shower. I was like, I'm not, I couldn't even do a 35 minute workout. That's how old and out of shape I feel. <laughs> so I've been doing the the work on Beachbody. Yeah. And 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 I, I become fans of these guys. Yeah. And and I became a fan of that trainer on that one. And I reached out to him and I never do this. You know, I never, even yeah. to celebrities, I don't really reach out. I've reached out to like Post Malone because I'm a, I, I groupied up on that. Fine. We've all reached out to a celebrity before. But this is a trainer. So I figured I'm like, okay, I can. You got a chance. I, can, I got a chance, right? I could build a relationship with this guy. Maybe yeah. he'll see that like, oh, he's got a, yeah. I invited him on our podcast. <laughs> What happened? So we, I started the conversation. I said, hey, man, you're making me feel young. Appreciate you. Your workouts are super hard. You, it's sliding into the DMs. It's sliding into the okay. DMs. Just complimenting him and his workout and letting him know, yo, this is cool. Because he cusses on him too. So I feel cool. Like, like edgy, like yeah, you connect. Yeah. yeah, I can choose the explicit one. Mm -hmm. and, and so I wrote him and I, and I said this and he responded to me. And what I did he that. say? He said, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Cool. You know. So you're like, this is it. This is it. I was like, whoa. What's your next move? My next move was, yo, it'd be really cool if we got you on our podcast because it's about fitness and working out and yeah. lifestyle and all this stuff. And, and we have a decent following. Yeah. He read it because I could see the damn receipt and left me on read. How many followers does he have? I think he had like 100,000 <clears> or so. I figured we could help each other out. I really like this guy. I really want him to like. And he yeah, we like the Beachbody workouts and the trainers. Yeah, and, and he trains. Uh, he trains basketball players and all that. And he's just a cool dude. Just you know what I mean. Like I just, yeah. I just like him. And, uh, and he yeah, left you on red. He left me on red, but I think it's because I, I weirded him out. Oh, he thought you were like. I weirded. Him. I think yeah. I weirded him out. It's so weird. Are you to, sure? Can I look at your wording? Are you sure you didn't? Shit. Let me see here. <laughs> I hate looking back at my wording. See, I, I just write people. It's like, come in my, and then like you forgot podcast. Yeah, I, I, I must have forgotten a <laughs> comma or something. Let me see if I could find it. I got, I, I like, what's his name? I'm going to find it. Damn, was it that long ago? How many DMs you sending, man? Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm DMing everybody. Let me look him up. Because, yeah, we should look at the wording. Why are you looking him up? I want to run something by you as a man. Uh-huh. Or as a boy, I should say. My boyfriend and I watch our TikToks. You know, we spend like, you know, an hour or whatever watching our TikTok feeds every night. Because as we've watched more and more, it gets more curated, right? And so like yeah. I start to see really funny stuff. A lot of animal videos, a lot of funny, just funny things. And he gets a lot more like boyish, funny humor because it starts kind of self-curating based on what you like, right? Yeah, I'm glad they finally stopped showing me like the teenage girls. Right. It, it took a couple of weeks. And I'm yeah, like, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Or like the sad stuff. I'm like, yeah. get out of here with that. Like I also don't want to see like home organization TikToks. Get yeah. out of I'm not doing that. No. No, I don't see any of those anymore. But he will, um, you know, he'll be cracking up at something and show it to me. And I'll just be like, that's not funny. Like, you need to show me, you know, you're showing me one out of every five. Uh -huh. You need to edit that severely and show me one out of every 20. Well, the other night I'm hearing him listen to one. And I'll give you a heads up that the joke of the TikTok was quite vulgar. But I'm going to say it because I want to gauge your reaction. Okay. And I feel that his reaction was inappropriate. And it created a little bit of an argument. I'm excited. He's watching a TikTok. And so I watch it in the guy and he watches it over and over. And it's a guy talking to his wife and he turns to his wife and he says, hey, honey, do you know why women get yeast infections? And she's like, no, like I'll put out like, no, I don't. I don't. Why? And he's like, 
so they can know what it's like to live with an annoying cunt. He oh, fell out man. laughing. <laughs> he fell off the couch laughing. And I, you know, it's funny. It's clever. It's funny. It's a diss on women. And I'm such an annoying feminist that it pisses me off. But he didn't stop laughing. Like it had him tickled to the point that he was laughing so hard crying that it made me furious. I was like, oh, it's that funny. And then, of course, I'm turning into that annoying. <laughs> but I'm like, he over laughed at something that I felt was very machismo and very chauvinistic. And so he, and he kept laughing about it. And it made me so mad. It made me so mad that he was laughing that hard. I think you, if you laugh too hard at a joke, it's just not OK. It's Look not OK. Tracy didn't even laugh. I mean, you I mean, didn't even laugh at the joke. It's funny, but it wouldn't have made me laugh the way it made him laugh. Which makes me think that I am that. No, I think you I think you guys got into a dumb fight over TikTok and I we find did. that great. Kenzie and I had a eruption fight. Really? Our eruption quarantine fight. Well, oh, like, like the fight. The fight. What happened? I'll tell you in a second because I found the incident. Oh, the DM that's to the called, trainer? Yo, that's called a tease in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I found the I found this. So I first of all, what I noticed here just by looking back at our messages is I wrote way too much and he didn't write much. Right. So that's like, I, I feel that if I look at people when they're dating, cause I haven't been in the dating world since I was 19. Right. That, that's, that's a no, no. And I just said, Hey, I'm finishing up week one, told him, complimented him. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, I'm a radio guy. People don't tend to think of us as athletes. This is making me feel young again. He responded with my brother. Thank you. And I said, yes, sir. I also do a podcast. We got a, we got a decent following. It's called fittish. Love to maybe get you on it to chat. Uh, we also work with Beachbody. So I'm sure they dig that. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Good call. And it's a scene. Like he's, he didn't even say like, yo, let me check. Did I do it wrong? I like, I, I, I'm awful with the communication on, on the, on the DMs, I think. Interesting. I'm looking at him. What's he think he's too good for us? I don't think he thinks he's too good. Um, I think, I I think I did something. Yeah. I think you just creeped him out. I creeped him uh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Dracy, I'm looking at it. It's like when a chick texts the guy and the guy's like, Thanks. And then the chick like sends another story novel. Yeah, I'm sure that's all it is. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. You know what? Try again. I think you should send another message. No, I'm not going to try again. I think you should send him another message. I I know that I'm not that thirsty. I'll just keep doing the workouts. Maybe maybe he'll come back to it and be like, oh, I meant to write this dude back. Okay, I want to hear about your quarantine fight. You want to hear about the quarantine fight? Uh, This was bad. Yeah, like, this was. You're not. It's not. You're not kidding. It was real, real bad. Yeah, like really bad. Um, And I think. And I think it's okay to talk about these things because there's so many people that are talking about how difficult it is to, you know, I get it. I, there's a lot of people that are quarantining alone and they haven't seen or had any contact with humans in a long time. And I feel for you. But at the same time, I feel like it's equally, if not a little bit harder to have an actual person with you at all times. I know. I, I weigh it sometimes. I'm like, gosh, I'd be sad and lonely at moments alone you yeah. know being alone but it's then trying to live with someone yeah. oh yeah it's, it's they're hard. both yeah they're grass both isn't greener yeah no exactly. matter where you're at it's hard there's there's good things about being alone there's good things about being together but the, there's also bad things on both of them and so i think it just finally it got to the point where we had been around each other way too long i'm surprised this fight just happened because mine happened like a few days in <laughs> i mean we've had fights but this was like fight this is like, like a bad one okay what, yeah, like, what happened like i thought our marriage was gonna end yeah type yeah fight, you yeah, know? yeah we went to we, we we decided since we had been cooped up in the house we decided to go to this little uh, to this park 
you know, and it has like a beach. It has water and a beach. Yeah. I saw that. I was wondering where that was. I saw your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Which we figured, okay, we could still maintain some distance from other people, but yeah. at least we would get out, yeah. you know, and that, and we just needed fresh air and some vitamin D. Yeah. And so we got out there and it was, it was a great day. Everything was fine. Kids loved it. Kids had a blast. We we're, everything was good. Now I brought my one wheel. I have the skateboard that's like a... You know, like a yeah. little mechanical skateboard. And so I was using that because I like to skate on the grass and stuff. And I was using that to carry stuff. So we go an entire trip, not one fight, not an argument. Everybody's laughing, having a good time. And we're walking back to the car or she's walking back. I skate ahead with, with a bag and something else to put in the car. And then I start skating back to her because I didn't know where they were because we had, we had to walk a pretty good distance. And so when I get to her, I could tell something was up. Like she was a little bit annoyed by something. And I don't know if it's because she was holding way more stuff than I could hold because I was skating or what. You abandoned her. But yeah, I, yeah she felt abandoned, I think. But she didn't say anything at that point. She just said, I just have all these things. And I noticed she was getting a little bit annoyed by something. So I was like, oh, let me grab some. Okay. I yes, you should be the so, mule. So I grabbed another thing from her, another bag, and I, and I skated back to the car. And so now I'm at the car in the trunk and it's open. She has a Jeep. So it's open in the back and I'm just standing there off to the side. And she's walking up with uh, my son's football and a couple other things and a big old floaty, a unicorn floaty that my daughter was using in the water because my son still has his cast, couldn't swim. And so as she's trying to take the floaty off, the football falls off and it rolls onto the street. Now, this is how stupid our fight was, okay? There's a car coming. I noticed that she's turning to maybe go grab the ball. All I said was, watch out. There's a car coming. Watch out. Mm-hmm. And that started it. Mm-hmm. That started Would a fight. Would her version be the same? Um, she says I, she said I yelled at her. I said I, didn't, I was just telling was you like there your was tone. a car. She yeah. took it. Your tone She was took off. it that I was kind of yelling at her and I, was, I wasn't trying to do that. So mm. then she goes, don't yell at me. And that just started. I don't know if all these things that have been oh, pent yeah. up came out. And I was like, I'm not yelling at you. You, you always say that I yell at you. And that, so Isn't we start, it wild that a day can be so great and then just go completely crashing yeah, downhill? Just, just so fast. And you, and you feel it happening, but you're, you get to this point of stubborn no yeah. return. And, and I noticed people are looking at us. And so I'm keeping my tone pretty level, but she got heated pretty quickly. And, uh, and so she's, uh, <laughs> she's yelling at me on the street. And I'm like, chill out. There's people watching. And uh, the kids are right there. So we get in the car. And we were supposed to go get uh, Little Caesars. Because mm-hmm. we saw one on the way, and that's my favorite pizza. I love mm-hmm. it. So we were gonna pick that up, and as we're driving there, we just won't let it go. Neither one of us, neither one of us will let it go. She's still saying that I raised my voice at her, but and I'm saying I was I didn't mean to. And then I, I started like getting kind of upset to where she started. She said something like, "Can you say that louder so I could pick that up?" And I looked over, and she was recording me on her phone. Oh hell no! And in my head, I'm going. What in the world are you doing? Like, why are you, you're record, what are you recording? Are you trying to like, are, then in my head, I'm thinking, and this is just me in my head. I'm like, oh, you're baiting me to try to get mad so that you could, you got something going. So I'm, I'm getting in my head now. She's in her head. Mm-hmm. Now I had stayed sober because I was driving. She drunk and she was, she had been drinking. She had some, she had some claws. And so she's, she had some claws and the claws came out. But so, but this is not coming out at this point. I'm just mad that I'm getting recorded. She's mad that I'd raised my voice about the car coming and saying, watch out. And so just turned into this huge fight, like Uh, just awful fight. And I'm thinking the worst things in my head. I'm like, our marriage is over. She doesn't trust me. She's recording me. 
You know why she was recording me? Why? She finally revealed to me when we finally let it mellow out. Yeah. And we got to the next day and we finally yeah. could let things breathe. She says she was recording me because she sucks at fighting. And she knew that she was drunk and she just wanted to be able to listen back to what she was saying <laughs> the next day. You know what I've learned too? Like alcohol just always makes things worse. The and worst. I don't get really drunk, but you know, anytime that we've gotten in a fight and have been drunk, it just escalates so quickly. You yeah. know, and a girlfriend of mine, you know, we were talking about how similar our relationships are in that way that, you know, if your partner's fucked up or if we're all drunk, that it just escalates to a level, so especially when you're passionate people, like it just escalates. So um, I've started learning and I know that everyone's different, but I am just like tabled. Like, do not say another word. Do not mm -hmm. let a letter, another word come out of your mouth. Either we, you know, watch TV or sleep in separate rooms or we'll be fine in the morning. But if you let it escalate even more and more and more to it a certain worse point, it time. gets worse. And then you, then you get so, then you're just like that, that like pain and anger and hurt lingers for yeah. so long. So, I mean, that's the only solution I've found is like, we're not talking about this right now. If we're not even going to bring up serious issues when we've been having drinks, no. you just have to like find the resolve to table it because, oh, it's so hard, but I'm surprised. I'm actually proud of y'all that that's the only fight y'all have gotten in. That, 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 that's that. The bad. only big fight. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the pack your shit and move out. I'm divorcing you. Fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would think you'd have more of those. <laughs> like I packed a little sad bag that night. Like I was going to go sleep at my friend's house. I was like, this is not good. I'd let you sleep at my house, but I turned the bedroom into a workout room. No, so yeah. you'd have to Thank sleep you. on the treadmill. Yeah. No, we ended up talking it cause we let the kids fall asleep in the bed and, and then she calmed down and we came out and we literally sat on my garage outside mm -hmm. the garage and with the stars and talked it out. And we're like, how did, how did it get that far? Like what, what the hell? Do you know doing? what I did the other day? I was so mad about something. And of course, not, not. I say so mad. I was so annoyed by something because it's just tone, right? Like I think tone is, at least as a woman speaking from my perspective, yeah. that's something that really sets me off. Like if your tone at all comes across as disrespectful or condescending, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and I say done, like I'm done in that moment. I'm done. I'm angry. Like I'm a, I'm here. Like I've gone up a level. I was like, do not disrespect me. Do not be condescending. And so instead of fighting it, because obviously, you know, he's not going to think that his tone was what I heard it to be. I am like, you know what? I need some space for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I don't know how long I'm going to go sit outside on my patio. And I have all these books now that have been recommended. So I got audible. So I listened to different books on audible and put in headphones. Genius. I used to read books, but I mean like actually like buy the book and read them. And I still do like holding it in my hand and reading it, but I've gotten really into the audiobook because I find myself kind of getting lost in that world of how you may right now may be listening to our podcast and these Raycon headphones that uh, we got hooked up with that are so good and affordable. I love them. They're drowning out like all the leaf blowers yeah. that are doing nonsense. They're drowning out all the noise. I love them. Thinking back, I should have just grabbed my Raycons and just put them on and listened to some music. And, and you should absolutely buy some of these, by the way, Father's Day is coming up. Ooh, yeah. Uh, or maybe you got a birthday coming up. I would have bought them for Jenna, but she already has some, but yeah, they are awesome. The yep. sound quality is great. The bass in these things, whether you're listening to books like Jenna or music like myself, they're so good. Yeah. And the best part of all of it, half the price of any of the other premium wireless earbuds that are out there on the market. And they're so comfortable. So, and you know what else? Conference calls. I know how annoying it can be right now when you're sitting at home and your partner is working from home. We're yeah. both working from home and he's on a conference call in another language and I'm trying to get work done. It's like, put in the Raycon headphones. 
Thrones. And it was co-founded by Ray J and uh, celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are all about these as well. So if people in the music industry like these, then and us, people that are in the entertainment when it comes to we know headphones. headphones we, we know headphones, and these are dope. Yeah, get 15% off your order right now if you go to buyraycon.com slash finish. That's buyraycon, B-U-I-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash finish for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash finish. By the way, we wanted to share those stories about fighting because maybe you're listening and you've been dealing with that as well, and I just want you to know that, that it's completely normal to fight in a relationship as long as you communicate afterwards. I think it's how you fight that's been a challenge for us is we know yeah. we're gonna fight i know that he's gonna be really passionate and so am i and i'm like look we can't say we're not gonna fight we're gonna fight but let's learn how to fight yeah exactly and uh we do want to do we we typically like to do a question of the day from our email yeah and- we still take your emails uh to uh the podcast at fittish.com And this one's interesting because uh, it came from Sabrina and it says, hi, guys, I'm 26. My my husband's 30. I Mm -hmm. absolutely love hearing your business slash adulting trips. Uh, We're trying to start our own business while still working our day jobs. And it's so hard and scary. So she's applauding you for what you do, Jenna. It is hard and scary. But if you love it, you'll keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But she wants to know about this. She says, I'm curious if Jenna's willing to talk about breast implants. Oh. What type she got, how the process was, recovery time. I'm saving up for one. And I try to be educated in every decision I make. But there's also so much I can read. I'd love to hear about a real life experience. Wow. You know, it's been a long... Mine are vintage. Vintage. Like, They're or, old gals here. Over 10 years. Yeah. Aren't you supposed yeah. to switch them out at 10? So I got mine done at a time that you know, they used to do silicone, right? Yeah. And then... And that's something that has to be replaced. Now they do like the gummy bear silicone gel. And I don't even... I think that's what your wife has. That's yeah. what I... Um, They probably even have something better and newer now. But... I got mine at a time that when the first silicone ones came out and they were like really deadly if they leaked or anything, that then they started doing saline. So yeah. saline, like water, you know? Um, that That's the kind I have. So I'm lucky in a way I don't have to get mine replaced unless I need to. Unless, for some, unless it pops or unless, you know, I'm sure, you know, after I have children, I've thought about getting them redone. But yeah, that process was wild. I mean, you got to remember, I was... Oh, gosh. I was a sophomore in college at the time. I worked all summer to save up enough money to get it done. They were probably a little cheaper back then than Mm -hmm. they are now. Um, And I, yeah, I wanted to do it. I had really, really small boobs, like... A cup, probably, you know, you maybe, maybe like time, so a big off. A. I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah, I was super tomboy, really flat chested. Um, double A's. Not double A's. <laughs> no, but like I say a big A. And I think to women that would make sense. Like not yeah. really a small B. Like I didn't have a round boob, you know, like okay. I, I actually now, you know, it would have been interesting to see how my body played out because I, small boobs have become cool again and you definitely can't wear as like revealing or slutty of shirts. And when you have breast implants, like you can't just squeeze your boob into anything anymore because there's actually something in there. It's not just fat that you can like pinch together yeah. and squeeze it in. Some things they just don't fit in, you know. However, um, I am so happy with that decision. I mean, I definitely think at some juncture I'd like to get them redone. I actually thought about getting them smaller because I feel like when I gain weight, I look a little top heavy. Um, but I love it. Now it hurt like hell. 
I mean, it's a serious surgery. Um, mine, I you they go have, in and they have nipple, they have under boob, and then they belly also belly button or belly button armpit. or armpit. Yeah, right? I have scars underneath. Underneath, that's I was what a my little weirded out at the time when I got them done. They had just started to offer. Um, belly button I think and I was kind of like that's wild yeah and nipple and they said if you go through the nipple there was like a high percentage that you would lose feeling there and I thought that was weird I yeah. was like well I, I forget it was it was something kind of high like 40 percent I was like not eh, worth it I'd rather just take the little scar because when your boob is folded over unless I'm laying down all the way back on my back or something you can one scar is a little worse than the other but I put scar gel on I mean it's very faint and they're only about the scars I think are about like an inch long yeah. so you can't really see it I don't know the whole nipple thing weirded me out my, at the time yeah my wife's scars are barely visible and if you get a good surgeon and you go do your research yeah because they will show you their work and you'll see before and afters and you'll be able to tell who gets the scars right this isn't the time for a Groupon you know what no, I mean no, no, like no. this isn't I take any I I know some women are comfortable just getting good deals but you know it's your body and a lot can go wrong but there are a lot of good plastic surgeons out there and this is something that's been around for a long time now so just don't try to skimp would be my advice and take in photos and keep in mind the proportion of your body you know like some women you know with my body you know or, or let's say take a very skinny small girl for instance which I am not you're not gonna look good with D's. Even if you want D's, that's not going to look proportionate to the body. It's not going to look real. Right. Um, but yeah, I say go for it. I'm really happy with it. It's kind of strange now. Like I don't, this is my body. You know what I mean? Like it actually doesn't, it doesn't feel like a foreign object, which I think you think it might. You're going to be like, these don't feel like my boobs, but I got them under the muscle. That was very painful for me. The recovery for me was pretty intense for like two weeks. I could not like, you can't close your trunk. You learn to sleep only on your back. Yeah. It's been a while for me, so it's hard for me to recall. I'm sure the older you get, the probably more sore you are too. Because again, I was like 20 at the time. So I was much fitter back then. But but yeah, it was a rough recovery. But in hindsight, it was great because it's awesome to be able to wear, you look really good in workout clothes, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know, I'm glad she brought that up because I was talking the other day, I was doing, I do fittish Q&As, you know, for my skincare company and all the time. And I have a lot of women ask about Botox and all sorts of plastic surgery. You know, they want to know, did I get cheek filler? Have I gotten this or this or this? And I always try to be pretty candid about stuff and just honest. And gosh, I, I would actually like to get some Botox right now. I have like the worst crow's feet and, you know, being in quarantine, I can't do that because Botox is something I go once a year and I get a little bit. But um, I say, do not shame women for doing stuff no, that makes body. them feel better, yeah. you know? And sometimes, yes, yeah, some women get too much and I know they get criticized or they have men that are like, don't do it because they see, you know, some women that have gotten too much work done. But the reality is, and I'm being very honest about this, almost every single woman that I know in my life does something and it's just, it can be very like mild and very discreet and it makes them feel better. Um, so if you're kind of on the fence about it, I'm like, you do, if you've been wanting to do it or you think it's a, it is a nice little pick me up to get something like that done. Now I'm not saying go get your whole face redone. Face, yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a girlfriend that used to want to do so much stuff and I was just like, I think you need to balance that with like inner work as well. You know, yeah. like if you, if you want to change everything on your body and your face, then see a therapist because you need to work on the inside too. But gosh, if you want to get boobs or you want to get filler or Botox, just as a, from a woman's perspective, you know, men, 
age in a great way. It's cool for men to have wrinkles on their forehead and to have lines and scars and, you know, all this like out of ungroomed eyebrows. But for us, it makes us feel a lot better to be a little more put together. So I'm, I'm all for it. No judgment. The only thing that uh, my wife brings up sometimes is that she have, she had her breasts done before we had kids. Oh yeah. And, and, and your breasts will change a yep. lot when you get pregnant. You're going to, they're going to get bigger. You yeah. have milk. They're, they're going to get, it's going to happen. So she says she wishes she would have waited until after our Children. son, until yeah. after our son was born. Cause now she thinks she has to have them redone. Yep. Even though I think they look dope and they look pretty natural. Yep. Yeah, but you can have children with them. Yeah, yeah. And oh, you yeah. can still breastfeed 100%. and do that whole thing. She did. It's just that, yeah, you might have to have them redone again when you're older. Yep. Make sure the hubby's around because we will, uh, he, he will need to help you lift everything. Everything. Yeah, it's actually nice. Yeah, you can't lift anything. You can't lift a finger. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. But hey, again, like I said, like with your small business, if you want something bad enough, you will do it and you will be happy with the results for sure. Fun fact, I got my wife's breast implants because I did a 10 second commercial. Remember that? I thought you were going to say like you have some here. Don't no, hold. no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember that. We remember? did a challenge on the radio to see what we could get for free. For free. Right? I, that. I don't remember what I got. I don't. Oh. What'd you get? Do you remember? I was like, y'all got all mad at me because I went charitable on it. Oh yeah. You like got- y'all all got selfish and I knew that I could go last and just be like, I got all of y'all free massages and you I did. got you like all kinds of spa stuff. Technically, I kind of did charity too because I didn't get it for myself. That was a gift for yourself. Was, uh, well, I've never understood why men call them my boobs either. They're not my boobs. <laughs> they're my wife's boobs, but we benefit from them as well. All right. So again, what's that email if they want to email us, Jenna? The podcast at fittish.com. Yeah, we want to hear from you. And uh, next week, we're going to have a guest on the show. Um, We are. Yeah, I know. We've been keeping things light again and having fun. But JC has someone he really wants to talk to. Yeah, he's trying to make a difference in the world. So we're going to talk to my buddy Brad next week. You have a wonderful week. We'll uh, catch up with you again next time. Bye. Hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you join us for another episode next week of the Finish Podcast. It's super easy. Just subscribe. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.